Welcome to the Royal Roundtable podcast, where we push the culture forward on anything and everything content creation related. I'm your host, Mikey J. Before we jump into the podcast, make sure you head over to lostroyalty.co and subscribe for $4.99 to support and listen or watch the podcast a couple days early. This is the Royal Roundtable podcast. What is popping, people? It's your boy, Mikey J, who my host, Ioku. This is the Royal Roundtable podcast, where we push content creator. Oh, that is not what I meant to say. Content creator <laughs> culture forward. That's hard to say. I promise you, it's very hard to say. But today we have an amazing guest, super talented, super handsome, and my homie, Lotus Asakura. Introduce yourself, brother. Yeah, what's good? My name is Lotus Asakura, the one who never knows the best from the Hanakage and Hanagake. How y'all doing? And thank you for having me. I appreciate the warm welcome and the introduction. Might be a little cap in your rap, I ain't gonna lie. No, I not at all. consider myself all that talented, but I, I never appreciate cap. it nonetheless. Never, ever, ever cap. But never. Today, never. No, I never, like. Never. I like how the face is focused <laughs> right now. <laughs> it wasn't focused early, and then it focused for just that moment. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So on this podcast, we always ask our guests um, two two questions. Uh, no, this will not be different. So, uh, Lotus, mm-hmm. yourself from one year ago. How different are you from one year ago today? a year ago today so that's june of 2021 honestly i'm definitely in a much better place mentally i want to say um although i definitely have some more responsibilities and pressures that i think i was prepared to see coming at this point in life but um I don't know. I feel like not not a whole lot has changed about me. If you were to say like maybe three or four years ago, I, I think things are pretty different for me in mm-hmm. life right now. And I and I think um like an, an even older version of Lotus, like four or five years ago, would be like, yo, like we, <laughs> like we did it. Like because I, I definitely have achieved a lot more success in what I do um within these last couple of years. But a year ago was like we're halfway because. Yeah, because it was in it was in twenty twenty that like I really started my ground where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for real, for real. I mean, um, you can if you don't mind go into it. You know, we're here, so mm-hmm. like that difference between three uh, or four years ago compared to now and that that thought process, what it took. I mean, so yeah, so we talking like three four years ago, I wasn't doing Twitch or YouTube full time yet. Um, it was kind of just something I was doing as a hobby a little bit on the side, and it was it was fun, but I was kind of like halfway in, halfway out, like maybe I will, maybe I won't. Um, I didn't have a job at the time and I had kind of fallen off of doing my photography and I was starting to make a little bit of money uh, from content creation, but I wasn't like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to where I was like, yeah, I could sustain myself off this, but this was, I mean, three, four years ago. So we're talking about 2019, 2018. Um, I, by this point had met, you know, rhyme afro mikey and, and you know the, the rest of squad and everyone so i was surrounded by content creators that i was hanging out with and talking to on a pretty much daily basis and i felt like between what i had already what i was already doing and what i already had going on what i had learned from being around them and just the the, the people and the network i had around me i was like you know what? i feel like i feel like i have the keys and, and the necessary tools to do this if i really wanted to and so with the release of Dragon Ball Fighters in 2018, I found a game that I really enjoyed where I was like, you know, I, I could probably make a lot of content on this game. And I kind of dropped the ball because I could be probably even somewhere much further in life and, and bigger than I am if I capitalized on that right when it came out. But basically, I started like really grinding by 
streaming that game and making videos for that game. And I didn't really knuckle down and decide to do that until 2020, which is two years after the game's release. Mm -hmm. It was literally January 1st, 2020. And it wasn't like a New Year's resolution or New Year's New Me kind of thing. It was kind of more just coincidence that I had made up my mind like that day or that night um, that, you know what, I, I, I have an idea of, of what I want to do and I'm 100% confident that I can do it. So I'm going to knuckle down. I'm using this game as like my focus and, and the rest is history, I guess, as they say. I mean, here we are over 100,000 subscribers later and, and many Twitch streams later. And now I've played other games as well, but that's definitely the one that, that started it all for me. So, that's so yeah, I, I, yeah, I just decided that I, I wanted to do this full time. And I was fortunate enough that I had something that I could use uh, to get me to where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with uh, niching down in Dragon Ball Fighters, that's it. Like, because like on this podcast, we talk a lot about culture and the fighting game, the FGC culture is a monster in and, in of itself. But niching down to the Dragon Ball Fighters culture, what does that mean to you? Like the that that community within itself. So for me, it was more so about having a game that I enjoyed a lot and resonated with me and was something that I knew that I could rely on for a decent amount of time and also would be something that I wouldn't feel like I was burning myself out on. Um, I've okay. obviously been a lifelong Dragon Ball fan. You know this already, but for those who are listening, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've been watching Dragon Balls for as long as I can remember, since the very beginning. Um, read all the manga, seen every series, seen every movie. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a series I, I, I love a lot. And when it released, I was like, yeah, I mean, this is a game I could see myself playing for years. And here we are four years later, and I'm still playing the game uh, four and a half years later. And it, it was something that I knew I could commit to. And I think that that's what it was for me, because I think a lot of people, when they start like their big grind or they're trying to like blow up on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, they end up picking something that pigeonholes themselves, which is a risk I was willing to take. Right. Because I believe that I was charismatic enough and entertaining enough and likable enough as a creator and as a person that if I got a bunch of eyes on me from this one game, as with anything, when I start doing something else, the viewership is going to fall off some, right? Mm -hmm, but right. I will have built myself an established an audience that will be there no matter what. You have that it is core community. That got me there. Yeah, right, yeah, because right. yeah. like it, the, the way I saw it, it was like, you know, I was getting like maybe a, a thousand views was, was great for me on a video. You know, mm -hmm. having 50 to 100 viewers was a good day. Now I'm at a point where I'm averaging, you know, hundreds. Like I, if I stream DBFZ right now, I might have you know, for anywhere from like four to 600. Mm -hmm. If I do anything else, I might have a, a good two to 300. So it's like, yeah, there's a significant difference in viewership, both on Twitch and on YouTube when I'm not doing DBFZ, but it's like, I mean, to have two to 300 viewers. That's still a lot. Was, yeah. yeah. When I was averaging 20 to 50 and on a really good day, a hundred, or if I got a host like a hundred, you know, for, for the main game, I'm like, yeah, I've come a long way. And I was able to do that because again, with DBFZ it was a game that, I know I wasn't gonna get burned out on. I, I love that game, and I also know that myself as a person, I'm the kind of guy who can do the same thing over and over and over again for a long time before I get tired of it. Um, and that's with like everything in life. That's just who I am. Like I can eat the same thing multiple multiple times I a week. Not be like I need to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, and I know a lot of people are not like that, but for me, like I don't I don't know what it is, but like I don't have an issue with like doing the same thing over and over again, especially when it's generating some sort of results. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, with, with, with Dragon Ball, I was like, well, this is a series I love. This is a game I love. This is a niche I feel like I can tackle. 
Um, and it's something that I, I can commit to, I can stick to it, and I think will be beneficial for me. I think I'll enjoy what I do, and I think it'll it'll take me places. And it, and it definitely has. I was definitely right on, on all of that, and oh, yeah. it definitely worked out. Oh, that's fire. I love that. I love that. Absolutely love it. So um, going forward, like where, where do we see Lotus going in the future? That's a good question. I mean, I've, I've definitely branched out since the release and, and since that initial grind. You know, I play other games. I'm playing a lot of Tekken right now, but even Tekken itself is an older game. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we get a, a Tekken 8 announcement at Evo. That's, like, mm-hmm. my, my biggest, like, hope or wish. I'm not, like, banking on that. I don't, I'm not confident it's going to happen, but, like, if I could have one big reveal or announcement at Evo this year, it's, like, Tekken 8. Yeah. Uh, but just more fighting games in general. I've been playing a more variety of things, like, on, on my Twitch stream. I actually don't play DBFZ that much on stream lately. Um, you know, I, I love Monster Hunter, so I'm playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Yeah. Other RPGs and stuff that I want to play, like, especially when it comes to my Switch, because I have a whole stack of games um, that I've bought for my Switch that I haven't played yet. But, yeah, I, I think I think I just want to do just more in general, not even just, like, a, a more a bigger variety on Twitch and YouTube, but I think I just want to find more avenues uh, of revenue and, and things that I can do uh, in a creative space that broaden my horizons i guess because one of the reasons why i started streaming on twitch was not only because i enjoyed it a lot and i was just like well if i'm going to be playing video games for six or eight hours a day i should just stream it because why not Mm -hmm. um but i also didn't want to have all my eggs in one basket you know when i started when i started like grinding on twitch i had a lot of people say you know why don't you just stream on youtube and it's like well if something ever happens to my youtube channel then i'm screwed Mm -hmm. uh i I lose both at, at at the same time so that's why i liked having the two different platforms and i have some ideas some of which i don't I don't want to speak into existence just yet because I don't want to get people's hopes up or commit to something verbally that I'm I'm not, you know, uh, 100% set in stone with yet. But I definitely have ideas for other things I want to do, not just YouTube and Twitch-wise, but just uh, in, in general, I guess, for the, the Lotus Asakura brand, if you will. And I, I, right. I say the word brand loosely, but also a bit more literally because I, I do have some ideas that I, I want to put into motion, but I got some other priorities I need to take care of first before we, we move forward with that. You got a brand. Oh, yeah, you got a brand. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dope that's so dope i'm glad that you have somewhat of a vision because not a lot of people do not a lot of people have like um you know an outlook to their to their future and they're just going day by day just trying to figure out you know stuff step by step so that's 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 really good on you and when i said in the beginning that you were talented like you're actually talented whether you want to Oh. Whether you want to uh, to know or not, because when we were playing the uh, DNF dual beta, mm-hmm. I noticed like because you know we're on equal footing there because we don't have you know we're, that's we're not just... true. But continue. No, that and that's what I'm saying. We're like we're we're on equal footing as far as you know as far as playing the game, but like I could tell when we were like in a match, you have that extra game sense that yeah. not a lot of people have. Like just fighting from... it, 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 you just have it. Wouldn't you say that just right. comes from playing a lot of fighting games, though? You know, it, it especially does. with him playing it, fighters, like he's got to be able to react to a lot of things really fast. But DNF is way slower. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, I play fighters as well, but not to the point where he does. Mm-hmm. But it's it's it was um like I, it was something that I picked up while I was fighting him because I was like, damn, there's no way that I would have moved like that. And I think we were both playing Dragonite or something like that. But I was like, right. damn, I would have never thought of doing it that way. And like. You just have that extra sense. Like, I guess if you're comparing myself to the average person or somebody who plays, like if we're we're just thinking of fighting games, right? 
Mm-hmm. You compare myself to the average person or maybe somebody who just plays like casually or maybe a little bit more than casually. Maybe I do have something there. But like the issue with me and acknowledging that is always that I'm comparing myself to the people that I'm because I'm surrounded by people <laughs> the, who do this for a living. Pros, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like like the, the literal professionals, like, you know, the Sonic Foxes and the Kill Sages of the world, Kazunokos and Goichis. And I mean, a lot of these guys who you see at the highest level fighting games, I've befriended and gotten pretty close to it and like i'm i'm homies with like you know what i'm mm-hmm, saying right. so and i'm not only talking with them and interacting with them and you know sometimes even creating content with them i'm obviously playing with them and i get smoked yeah. when i play with these guys but i guess that's also what puts me on an, another level than some of the you know some of the, the other friends i have around me that aren't as into it or, yeah. or, or don't do it yeah. on a daily basis but it's like it, it's it, it becomes so hard i guess sometimes to acknowledge you know your own level or like your floor when you know how much higher the ceiling is because like yeah. if, if, if i'm if i'm playing a, a brand new fighting game that's or if i'm playing guilty gear right or, or dragon ball and i'm fighting lord knight and i'm getting smoked it's like yeah i'm i'm smoking most of the other people i fight but like this dude's <laughs> kicking my ass on a daily basis so how am i supposed to feel like i'm so talented like i, I must not be that talented yeah, yeah. But, but then but then i'm talking about somebody who's been playing fighting games competitively for like almost 20 years so you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like well i think it yeah, comes I, into I, I, a lot of uh, I was going to mention it earlier whenever Mikey brought it up, but it's it's a lot of who you're surrounding yourself with. Right. You have right. Uh, a future. You have a vision for yourself, with your channel, your brand. And that I want to say mostly can be attested to the community that you have around you. You know, um, Ryan, yeah. Afro, Nano, all of them. Yeah, that's that's definitely by design. It, it worked out coincidentally because I didn't like when it comes to, to YouTube, I didn't go out seeking specifically like rhyme style afro nanogenic c-rex to like put my put put around myself but when i saw that opportunity when i saw like that that path open up i took it because something i learned at a young age like just one of the sayings i always heard growing up that was instilled in me whether it be by my father or tv or books or whatever media was surround yourself by people more successful than you yeah. and that's something i've done in multiple aspects of my life content creation fighting games whatever yeah that's true um it's called like the I, uh, proximity principle yeah like when i joined squad i was the smallest youtuber there by far like i had i don't maybe a thousand subscribers or less and i'm surrounded by guys who have multiple hundreds of thousands and you know now i have over a hundred thousand myself and, and that's great and then when it comes to fighting games like all the people that i interact with for the most part are better than me so it's just like if you if you surround yourself by people who who are successful you'll probably end up being successful too if you surround yourself or like my dad say you surround yourself by people who ain't shit then you ain't gonna be shit either you know what i'm saying (laughs) so it's like i mean you you know you can oftentimes be a reflection of the company you keep and they say birds of a feather flock together and if your whole if your whole flock is flying then you're gonna fly too you know what i'm saying yeah yeah all right spitting spitting i hear it i hear it that's definitely uh, it works out for sure it's, you uh, you can't really take away from your uh, you said you had a hard time kind of seeing where you are floor wise because the ceiling's so high. I, I think you can't really take that away from yourself as far as talent goes, because you're playing people that uh, minus LK, because to my understanding, uh, LK is doing way better now content wise since you guys mm-hmm. have met compared to what he was doing before. And that's yeah, there's because... A, there's, a, there's a few guys, and I ain't going to take too much credit, but there's definitely a few guys in the FGC who Lotus may or may not have a hand in and yeah, helping them. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I knew it the moment I saw his thumbnail style change. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah you no, know, he's got it. He's something. <laughs> you know what's funny? But so LK is definitely one of the people that like I wanted to see succeed. And I, you know, any any advice or questions he had, I'd help. And I, and we definitely, he's one of the guys in FGC I've made the most content with. But what's funny about it is that, so eventually he ended up getting uh, a thumbnail artist, right? I don't know if he found him himself or if his uh, his his team, you know, Beast Coast helped him with that. But when Guilty Gear Strive came out, I really liked the style of thumbnails they were making. And, like, I didn't really think that it was inspired by my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's funny how things came full circle <laughs> because, um, I, I mean, I, as you, you've probably seen, there's a million and one people who try to yeah. copy my, my Dragon yeah. Ball style. Uh, Which is fire, but, by the way. And I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But seeing it on another game, I didn't really recognize it as mine at first. So I, I, there was a, a particular thumbnail that LK had that I actually got really inspired by and i, I kind of like not mimicked it but but did something of, of a similar style myself right i obviously i put my own little spin on it but then i i shouted out the artist or whatever i was like you know this was inspired by so so you know i was giving my my props my credit where credit is due and i believe the name was sutenshi yeah. and it was funny because then they hit me they was like Yo, that's crazy because this whole style was inspired by you in the first place <laughs> i was like oh shit for real i didn't even <laughs> yes sir. Yeah, no, it, it was just it was funny how that came all the way back around i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah, it, it works dude it works you know like it just it's one uh, that's what i hate and love about the fgc dude it's it's so much of us that we we see it we like it we do it we copy it we we recreate it and then uh no none of us like we don't There's mesh. No no, not even tension. It's it's like you look at um uh okay, I'll use strikers, right? Like Shinobi Strikers or or the Minecraft mm. community, thing like that. They you see a lot of collabs, you see a lot of talking, the community, everybody kind of knows each other. They they mm. talk, right? But then in the FGC, it really feels like I'm just playing in the arcades all over again. You know, I'm I'm the best eight on player in Houston or whatever. All right, I can't tell nobody my eight on tech. I yeah, can't, you know, I, I can't let him box uh, me. I think there's a lot of ego in fighting games. Yeah. And so it's a lot harder for, for a lot of these guys. And, and not everyone. This obviously doesn't apply to everyone. I mean, the FGC is called FGC for a reason. I mean, the C stands for community. And there's definitely a community there. Mm-hmm. But I think that is an issue that exists within it. And it, it's not exclusive to this. I, I'm sure every community is going to have some people like this. But I, I feel like it is common because it's a very competitive scene. And I mean, it's right. just like sports. You know, there's, there's egos in sports. And in any any field you're in where you're competing against, you know, a bunch of other people there's going to be some ego but i think it's very common for people to be unable to set that aside for the sake of you know uh collaboration or bettering each other or even oneself mm-hmm. and um you know I, i'm fortunate enough that I, i've been able to work with some people who don't have much of an ego or were able to put that aside in order to you know create some sort of beneficial um mutual relationship mm-hmm. in, in terms of content creation things like that because like actually when DBFZ came out, well, not right when it first came out. When I when I started on my grind, I'm you're probably gonna mention Lord not a lot in this because he's he's like my, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like yeah. that, that that's my big homie. He's the one I, 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 I work with the you, most and I, I, I talk to the most. Right? <laughs> that's how I am but, with Kinsu. But he was one of the first ones I reached out to, and I was like, "Yo, like you're a player that whose skill and knowledge in fighting games I you know I recognize and I admire a lot. I want us to be able to help start bridging the gap between the casual and the competitive scene." And you know, create content get together, collaborate, and then kind of you know, like I, I'll, I'll show some guys with some of the more hardcore competitive stuff is like you can start you know teaching some of the more casual, you know what I'm saying? And like right. we didn't do it to the extent that I originally had planned, but we both did like kind of do things together, and then also 
he found his his way, you know, in, in the content he was creating. And I continued to be able to shed light on things like that, um, that he was doing. Was like, yo, like Lord Knight, super knowledgeable player, been doing this a long time. Like, you need to go check him out. Like, this is what he's got going on. And just, you know, just again, just setting more light on the competitive scene. Because I have a lot of people who watch me that either didn't play fighting games before they started watching me or only played dbmz or you know we're just button mashing it now they're like you know they're watching tournaments they're they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're entering tournaments you know yep, what i mean yep they're and learning so, okay and setups yeah yeah yeah, yes, yeah. And, 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 and quite literally because like actually one of the big videos i remember doing on my channel and having a lot of fun with was a whole guide on just the terminology that exists within the fgc like what is okay what is a mix-up like what's a 50 50 like you know, what does it mean to have a command grab? What's a command normal? Just like stuff that if you play fighting games, it, it might seem like super basic and simple. But if you're somebody who's just been, you know, just button mashing your whole life or just playing casually or wasn't that invested in them, you, you don't know. And I, that was a video I made with Lord Knight. And mm-hmm. I, I was really proud of that video. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, that's good stuff for sure. I love it. Absolutely love it. We need that. Just uh, I just I wish there was more, you know, and from right. my perspective, it's like, your floor is up here and then mine is down here. So we're always looking up and it's like, damn, they just did that. That shit was fire. Why can't <laughs> X, Y, and Z do that too? You know, like if, if yeah. we get more people to do it and then you talk to them, cause I talk to these people at, you know, at uh, locals or tournaments, anything like that. And we meet and it's their mentality for content is nowhere near the same. Like they're, that's what I was going to mention earlier is that you have that advantage over them as a content creator because you understand how content works, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitch, things like that. And then there's like, I'm just going to play the game. Like I'm just really cracked at playing this game and figuring stuff out. So they don't have the same concepts behind it in terms of like, all right, this is, this will be a great video. I should use this as a video or material and then turn this into that, or I should promote myself this way. But when you talk right. to them about it, it's like nobody else has told them that they're like, Oh no, I was just doing it because I saw so-and-so do it. Or I thought it would right. be a good idea because, you know, new character. And I'm like, you could have done so much more. Like, who's who's helping but you? But you know, but you know, I think that's a good way to start because it, it, it makes me think of like how I am sometimes in fighting games because uh, this is going to be like a real specific and like real niche. But like base Vegeta, obviously a character I like a lot in DBMC. Right. Right. Uh the way I learned how to play that character was by watching Sonic Fox when they were playing the character. Because I, I always tried to play Base Vegeta when the character came out, like, way back in the first year of the game. But I didn't have the execution. I couldn't do his combos. I, I wasn't that nice in the game. But when I started playing him again, funnily enough, Sonic Fox picked up the character not too long after I did. And I learned how to play it by watching them. And right. not necessarily, like, like, like them teaching me stuff or, like, but just, it was, like, I, I just, I just... I just started copying what they were doing, not understanding why I was doing it, but then figuring out mm-hmm. why I was yeah. doing the things I was doing. So, like, again, real specific example, but I, I feel like such a fucking nerd. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like something I saw Sonic Fox do was, like, they would do, like, key blast, key blast, and, like, a bunch of rapid key blasts into, like, medium rocket kick. I'm like, okay, I don't know why they're doing this thing, but I started doing it. And then after I did it a few times in matches, I was like... Oh, the key blast frame traps into the medium rocket kick. So if they try to jump, they get hit by this and it's a medium scale start. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like I didn't know why I was doing it when I did it. I just did it because I saw them do it. And then I realized after doing it why. And I think the same thing can be can be applied to content creation or just whatever. It's like, okay, I'm gonna do this because I saw Maximilian do it. I don't know why Max is doing this, but after you do it once or twice, maybe three times, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get it. And then like, you know, the the, the wheel starts to spin, the right. cogs start to mess. You're like, okay, I, I'm starting to develop an understanding of like why this is this way or, or why this should be done that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's crazy. As a fighting game player, I, I would have never put those two things together to 
like damn that's why they do content that one it's like all right you know what that's that's a good example <laughs> that's cool if i could play devil's advocate for a second um as far as the 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 big dogs of the fgc and we're not talking about really content creation talking about more of the you know the prize pool winning guys you know sonic fox goichi they have a i guess they have a huge reason to not be so buddy buddy with people and mm-hmm. you know uh, i guess the top eight people I, I would say you know you know the the regulars who always place top eight um mm-hmm. uh, the the hooks the uh goichis the Kazunokos, all of them punks the idol yeah movies. yeah they they have a huge reason and that's because they're protecting their money like yeah. so say for instance you know you plan like a casuals match and they they do some type of, you know, just out of instinct, some tech that's not even out yet. Now the tech is out and they can't even, they, they can't use it for, you know, their, their advantage <laughs> at the next tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a whole business side to it. It's just, it, th- there's always going to be that disconnect within the uh, fighting game community because there are the casuals and there are the, the professionals. And then there's the people in between who just go to yeah. those tournaments to get clapped let's just be honest but yeah, i think but that's um, the fun part about it I, I think that definitely that is something <laughs> <laughs> i think that definitely is something that still exists for people like kind of holding on to some, certain stuff or like hiding it for tournaments but i do think that with the age that we live in you know with social media yeah with, it's so with hard streaming with youtube yeah it, it's a lot more difficult and stuff and like even with like discord and everything now too i think tech and secrets to get out a lot easier and also you just mm-hmm. have a lot of people like they discover something and they want everybody to know because it's like because yeah. because yeah. because when, when i beat you i want you to know what happened and you still <laughs> couldn't do nothing about it right because again that part of that plays in the ego and pride and the part of that is like that competitive matrix i know yes. like for example like somebody like leffen right yeah i don't think leffen the type of person who's gonna hide tech because not no. leffen wants to leffen will want you to know yeah, that like when you lost, yeah when you <laughs> lost you, i was just better than you you know what i mean like or or, or or punk when punk beats you he wants you to know i was just better than you like, <laughs> yeah, I, did that. I did that i'm not i'm not out for it you can't win <laughs> you know what i mean so it's funny but um i also think that uh oh no i lost my train of thought for a second damn it really do be like that when it be like that especially when it be like that <laughs> oh I, I was gonna say that uh I, I remember i was gonna say i think another thing is not only when you're one of the top competitive guys but also when you're like a larger content creator and i, I guess larger or larger however big you are is subjective right because to me i'm not mm-hmm. that big but there's a lot of people out there who would kill to have you know the, the platform i have right so i don't ever want to take that for granted or make it seem like i'm not appreciative of that because i am but Again, I'm I'm always looking up. So I'm looking at Max. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Rhyme, Afro, mil- a million plus. Um, but you become wary and reluctant sometimes because it feels like often there are people with ulterior motives or people yeah. who want to yeah. use you, and that and that becomes very difficult because you, on one hand, like you want to collaborate more or maybe give a creator who's smaller than you now a chance or things like that. But some people are so blatant with it, right? To where they're just like, they very clearly just want to use you for clout, quote unquote, or they're just trying to, you know, just trying to get their numbers up. And like, I'm not saying it's necessarily a wrong thing to want to grow or think that collaborating is, you know, going to be helpful or beneficial to you. But I will tell you this firsthand from experience that in most cases, just doing a, a video with somebody who has 10 times the subscriber base isn't going to do that much for you, it's especially not. if 
especially if your content is trash or you are trash, which if your whole goal behind it is to grow off of somebody else and kind of like leech, then you probably are trash. I'm not yeah. old. Because like I've done how many videos with, with Rhyme and, and Afro and like they have a million plus. And like, I don't, I ain't like I got a million plus. I don't even yeah. have a million. I don't, I'm not even at a quarter of a million yet, right? And the first video I ever did with Rhyme, I'm, I don't remember how many subs he had. It was definitely over 100K at the time, but I don't remember the exact number. But like I said, I had, I had like less than a thousand. I gained like a hundred or 200, which was a huge deal to me at the time, but it ain't like thousands of people suddenly swarmed to my channel and we're like yo you know what i'm saying no, and, yeah. it, just, it doesn't work like that anymore it just yeah. doesn't i think it's it's gradual though right like you you associate squad with so many of y'all you know what i mean like even mikey mikey doesn't do content anymore but he's associated with squad just based off of association because they hear you in the calls all the time they talk they listen to you guys talking about this and that and the third so i think it really just comes down to that and more so of uh bleeding communities if you will and mm-hmm. and less on the the video aspects of because that's mm-hmm. how it was before right before back in the day youtube's just starting off you do a collab oh yeah cool man half of my subscriber count is going to come and follow you because i told them to and whether or not they're dead subs is a whole different totally different story but that's just how it worked back in the day now it's just based off of who you are as a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i i really think that uh being a part of that friend group has you know, it, it's opened my eyes up to a lot of different avenues and a lot of different ways that, you know, content creation can be done because yeah. um, dot, you think about Dotto, you think about Dion and Rhyme, the three idiots like that shit just came out of nowhere. And who would mm-hmm. have thought those three guys would get together and be as big as they are? Right, and it was so random too, because it was it was just Ryan being Ryan. Like we all we all know Ryan. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, fucking goofball, they're, right? He's, yeah. he's a literal goofball. Like, like he literally <laughs> just titled the video "The Three Like Three Idiots Take On." I don't remember what the first one was called, but it was like three idiots try to take on. I think it was the Dragon Ball Fighters raid boss, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just like it was just a, it was a stupid little goofy title from from Rhyme Style, and then it just it just <laughs> caught it worked. on. Yep. Yeah, right, it and worked. Then it just it was yeah. <laughs> Pretty the, cool. The chemistry them guys have is crazy. They're all a bunch of idiots. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a bunch of idiots. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I mean that I'm, I'm glad you said that word because I feel like that is very important. The word chemistry. A lot of people don't take that into consideration. They're just like, oh, this person has a lot of numbers, so I want to work with them. But I've definitely talked with people before who I mean, just keep it a bug. They're, they're just socially awkward that they don't have a lot to say or they don't really have their footing yet in this thing. And it's like, sure, you can guide people, you can help them. And I feel like I'm the kind of guy as much as I talk, when I do start talking, I can definitely carry a conversation. Yeah. But some people are genuinely really hard to work with. Mm-hmm. And there's just, there's just no chemistry. And it's like, well, I mean, this is only going to go, but so far. Right. I can, I can only give gonna... so much. Give back. Nigga. Yeah, give you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like, yeah, <laughs> this ain't going to. It's like being in a relationship or like when you're in a talking stage with somebody, like, it's like, yo, like I am carrying this right now. I'm doing everything. Like, you got to. <laughs> yeah. This this is supposed to be like a two way street. It's supposed to be like hey, I didn't even say they got to be fifty fifty. Can you give me sixty forty, seventy thirty, maybe? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but with some people, the chemistry is just not there. And you just, also sometimes you just might not have personalities that match, or you just might not be into similar things, or just you know, the energy might not be there. Yeah. I think that's another thing that's worth noting too, is because I'm not. I mean, I might sound or come off as friendly to a lot of people, and I'm not saying I'm like those bad asshole. Maybe I am, depending <laughs> on who you ask. But like, you know, I didn't get into this, and I'm still not into this to be everybody's friend. I'm not here to make a bunch of friends. I, that, that, that's, that's never been me, right? Right. So I don't feel obligated 
to be friendly with everyone and be like, you know, oh, I, I just, this person exists over here. So like, we should be cool because we, we do the same thing. It's like, I could be cordial. We can coexist in the same space. That doesn't mean I have to be buddy, buddy with you. And I think a lot of people feel like if we're both into Naruto, we're both into Dragon Ball, we both do YouTube, but we should be the best of friends. Like, oh, that's not quite how <laughs> our role. Slow your roll, you know, boy. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, we're we not, we not going to be best friends overnight because we both do the same thing. I right. mean, because there's a lot of people who might have the same job. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of y'all out there who work regular jobs. You hate your coworkers. Right. I'm indifferent. So I, I mean... Well, I'm, I'm saying like, like, but it, it definitely know. exists. Like, j- j- just just because you have a similar interest or because you do the same thing doesn't necessarily mean you're always going to be friends. Right. And right. I think that some people feel like you're, you you should be or you're you're almost obligated to or like, but it's like you know not not everybody's going to get along. Everybody has the same energy. Not everybody has personalities that that mesh well. And that's definitely something I've I wouldn't even say I've learned, but just something I've known from the beginning. And that's something that has been proven to me over and over again is that hey, some people are just not gonna be on that same energy and we're just not gonna mm-hmm. be able to get along because yeah it's, it's just it's not gonna work out bro your personality not gonna mess with mine <laughs> and it's crazy because the community will rope you in to those c- certain circles where you just like i have never yeah i've had that happen a lot where people are like yo you should do a video with so-and-so i'm like i don't know so-and-so kind of weird <laughs> so-and-so kind of strange so-and-so can kind of stay over there i'm not gonna lie I- i'm glad y'all enjoy that person's content wish them the best probably won't see me make a video with them and, and again it's like you got to be selective with uh, who you surround yourself with and-, and the people that you collaborate with and you know you, you may or may not miss out on some opportunities because of you know how you view certain people i'm not saying to be super judgmental but i think integrity and, and like your own character definitely plays a large part 100 percent um, for sure in, definitely. In, in, what you're doing because there's definitely people out there who you know i don't really associate with for one reason or another, for one reason or another whether it be something that i i've seen or i've known or just just me being stubborn or hard-headed or whatever in my own ways but there have been some opportunities i passed up on that probably could have helped me out a lot nothing that would have been like life-changing but you know something that i'm like eh, people w- w- would like this but uh, again i think you got to prioritize yourself um, more than anything in terms of like, you know, how, how you feel your, 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 your integrity right. um, sometimes and, and not necessarily be all about the bag. Cause I feel like uh, currently, you know, especially, you know, with, with, with social media, it, it's all about the bag. Gotta grind, gotta grind, gotta grind, secure the bag, secure the bag. And like, I, I feel you, I, I, I've been doing that, but not at the detriment or the sacrifice of, you know how i how i view myself or how i how mm-hmm. i respect myself or feel about myself you know what i mean yeah right mental always will always and forever come first and that's a hard lesson for a lot of people to learn like mm-hmm. Some, like I don't I, ever want to. I don't ever want to do anything that Lotus from a few years ago would have been like. You old bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because because right. that's how I look at certain. Because that's how I look at certain stuff. Because like if 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 I had a homie right who I knew didn't fuck with so and so, and then they do this big collaboration, I'm like, you old whole ass nigga. And I don't want to look at myself <laughs> that way. <laughs> no, I think that um, now integrity is one hundred percent because and and I was about to say um, a lot of people don't get that they just don't understand that doing one thing to get this little boost isn't worth it in the long run because now people will know you because you did that yeah you did that and then once you get bigger you got you got skeletons in your closet (laughs) (laughs) if that even happened that's another thing too is that like i i can't 
like I'm I'm just me, bro. Like, and I, I hate when people start talking about, oh, I'm a real nigga. This I keep it on it, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I can't be fake. I can't pretend to like somebody I don't. So if I do this collaboration with so and so who I I ain't really feeling like that, right? And then it does well, and people want to see more. Now I gotta pretend to be this nigga friend. I don't even like this nigga. Right. I'm, I'm good. Right. I'm good. Right. I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah, that authenticity is uh is very paramount within you know the content creator space. And like I say, once again, not a lot of and people the, understand I was that. I say the, the unfortunate yeah. part is that authenticity is lacking. Yes, um, I think it's an experience in, 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 in a lot of people. Uh, I, I say this from firsthand experience of seeing or hearing one thing online and then going to these events or conventions or whatever, and people's energy is just not being the same. We talked about just, that hey, in the last it's just episode. Not, it's just not being the same people. <laughs> Pull up, baby. <laughs> I, 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 and I'm just, because like, I've had this happen to me on multiple occasions now. It feels like every time I pop out, there's somebody who I, who I meet that is just not at all the energy they were on when, right. when it was online. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, no. So. Keyword warriors, man. They're going to talk mad shit. And definitely a few of those, but not even just the warriors, just like the people who like, I feel like in general I'm a good judge of character, but there's people who I'm like, oh, they they might be a cool person or a chill person. Then you meet them and it's like, damn, yeah, Mark, dude, you, you got you got it, bro. Like you got I'm it. I'm gonna go now. You, you hit him with the yeah, but uh, I I I gotta I gotta go handle this over there, or whatever. And I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna just take my leave, bro. Like you 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 want some other shit? That's love valid. It. I love it. I Definitely love valid. It. How many how many interactions like that would you say you've had so far? Since you've been going out more, uh, just in terms of like people just not keeping the same energy in general, or like somebody wasn't as cool as I thought they were when I met them. You can go with both. You, you separate them if you want to. I mean, so I've had like three different occasions where like somebody thought they was all big and bad, and then I pulled <laughs> up, like not necessarily like trying to fight, but like, yo, we got an issue, and yeah. of course we didn't have an issue because. <laughs> This is the real a, world, and then I'm not no tough guy. I'm not no big, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't no bitch either. And like, yeah. I'm just going to keep like, that's all it's me. The same person I am in front of this camera, behind this keyboard, in front of this mic is the same nigga I'm going to be when you see me. Right. Ain't nothing going to change. Mm-hmm. So like, I ain't no bitch. So, <laughs> I say in my high pitched voice, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I see you, I'm gonna be like, yo, so what's all that shit you was talking? Uh, we, we got a problem, and, and no, we 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 never do. Yeah, we never do. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like people just not being who you expect them to be, I've had that happen on two solid occasions, but a couple more, I was just like, eh, I ain't really, I ain't really going to extend that, that, that arm to this person. Like, like I thought maybe I would be able to, because they, they ain't really keeping it on it. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? And I've had a couple instances where this is so weird to me too, where people pretend like they don't really know who I am, even though I know damn well, they know who I am. And it's, and I, can't, and, I can't imagine. That's funny. And that's, that's not even like ego thing. It's like, do you know who I am? Like, no, nah, I'm not saying like that. But it's like, I know you know who I am. But you're pretending like, oh, yo, hey, like, I, I think like, no, nigga, you know exactly right. who I am. Like, why are we, why are we playing this game? Like, I don't, I don't walk up to people like, yo, are you to kill Sage? Like, no, nigga, I know that Sage when I see him. Like, you know, the, the, the first time I met certain people, I didn't go, oh, yo, you are, you um. Yo, I, I think I think I see like no. Oh shit, yo, what's 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 good, Lord Knight? Yo, yo, what's good, Sage? Oh shit, yo, Neo Judai, what's good? Like you know, what I'm saying I don't. 
Right. I don't know. That, that, shit, that shit is weird to me. Like, I, I guess it's just like sometimes it's that awkward first interaction. Yeah. But then, like, with some people, like, that awkward first interaction, it doesn't, like, go away. They're just weird like that the whole time. I'm like, all right, never mind. I get you. I get you. Damn, sometimes, that's, that's funny. sometimes it just be nerves, though. Like, yeah, I mean, you can and, tell. And, and, you can tell, you know, yeah, like nerves between yeah, the weird shit. I was going to say, I, I get that. And again, just like carrying a conversation, like, you know, I've definitely had some, like, I was just at Combo Breaker, right? There was a bunch of people mm-hmm. who I met. They were like, yo, what's good, Lotus? And then, like, they had nothing to say after that, but, like, they wanted to talk a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, oh, shit, yo, Lotus, can I take a picture? Sure, man. Yeah, that is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so you you, you you enjoying the event? You having a good time? Yo, you 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 start off any of the games here? Oh yeah, man. You know, I was I was in Dragon Ball. I, I went one and two, whatever. But you know, I was having a good time. Oh yo, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're having a good time. You know, I'm just walking around vlogging. So I'm probably about to do that a bit more. But you know, uh, for sure, I, I see your mouth. I see your mouth, man. Y'all appreciate the support. Yo, thanks, man. Love the videos. And then you know what I'm saying right, like you got to make that swift I, exit because it's just yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and, and like and, and I get it because a lot of these people they 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 might not have the best social skills and some mm-hmm. of them are nervous so you know as as the content creator like as the person they're walking up to you like I'm not trying to make them feel bad about it unless right, right, they say right, or do sure. some really dumb shit like if you disrespect me that's another that's another story <laughs> right but like you know, somebody just walks up and they're just kind of like awkward but I'm like you know I got you bro what's 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 good my nigga how, how you how you living you enjoying the event you know what I'm saying um but yeah. <laughs> nah, that's 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 really that's really dope i love to hear shit like that because a lot of people do that i mean i've seen it firsthand where you know you got you know people who are who are shy or they want to come up and get a picture and then mm. you know like they'll just be like what the fuck was that about in they face hey, hey, hey hold on hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put sure you on blast with it. y'all used to have shy on here right yeah yeah uh, the first time I ever met Shia was at TwitchCon 2019, and she was too scared to come up to me. So her friend, <laughs> her friend was like, "Yeah, yeah." She she hit me with the yo, my friend wanna wanna, wanna take a picture. She wanna say hi to you or something, whatever. And I was like, "Okay, sure." And I didn't know what she looked like before, like like back then. So I had mm-hmm. no clue who she was. It's like, hey, I'm Shai Shivi. She's like, no, she's like five two or something. I'm like six three, so I'm towering over. Her. So I can imagine why that might have been kind of intimidating. On top of you know meeting somebody who like you, you're watching and stuff, and this is your first time seeing them. It's like, oh, well, I'm I'm huge. So I guess that makes it even more frightening. And that's, and that's again something I take into consideration into account. Like when I'm at these events, like I'm a I'm a big guy. Like I'm I'm six three and I'm like around two hundred pounds now. So. You know, I ain't, I ain't no, I used to be, but I ain't no little nigga no more. So yeah. it's, just, it's just that much more intimidating, I guess, when people are meeting me or seeing me for the first time. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't let you attack shy like that though, bro, because I did the same thing with Etika. My, <laughs> <laughs> my very first time meeting Etika was at TwitchCon. It might have been that same one. Twenty, it was either uh, nah, twenty seventeen or twenty nineteen, one of the two, whichever one. He threw that wild ass party, and mm-hmm. um, he was inviting all these people. And he had the DM for it. And that was the year that I met him. And I was with, uh, I was with Patty Trills and uh, NC. And uh, we were just, we were walking. And I just saw him walk by. You know, it's, it's impossible to not see him when you see him. Yeah, and he's I, even I, bigger than I am. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I, I yeah. froze. Like, he was just buying his bins, walking by. But he was looking for something. And I froze. And Pat's like, what's going on? And I'm like, did we just pass Etika? And he's like, oh, shit, that is Etika. What's up? And so I'm like, all right, cool. Let's keep it pushing. Like, we can just go do whatever the fuck we were doing prior to <laughs> noticing that that was Etika. And he's like, ain't that like your favorite guy? And I'm like, yeah, but we ain't, we ain't got to bother him. He looked busy. <laughs> he was like, just standing there. And I'm like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. We're good. And so Pat walks over to him and uh, he's like, yo, Etika, what's up? You know, he does the meet and greet thing. Pat's super, super social. And so he's like, my guy here. And then he looks at me. He's like, 
I know you. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, you're the other flat top guy. And so we dap up or whatever. (laughs) That was our way of meeting. And I'm like, damn, dog, I felt like a bitch. I was I was nervous as shit. Told everybody about it, man. It was crazy. But I feel I feel those moments, dude. I feel those moments. Enjoy combos forever. Facts. Facts. I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah. I can't I can't remember any time where I was like I met Etika and like the it, it wasn't like that. It, I, yeah. I wasn't afraid to meet him. It was like he was just a really cool fucking dude. I don't think you would have that though cuz like and I'm I'm not throwing it like as an insult or anything like that but you're you're older than I, I you guess know, I do and... have that. I mean um I don't I don't know. I I think it was it's more of I'm just nonchalant about everything, to be honest. I'm like that now. I was going to say, I, 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 I feel you because I think I'm like that too. Because the way I see it, it's the same way I, myself, it's the same way I see all these other creators. I'm just regular ass people. Because like yeah. the way I see, I'm just, I'm just a regular ass thing. You ain't like, I fuck with you, but you ain't, you ain't, you ain't no one special. I'm going to walk up to you like I walk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm, I'm going to be respectful, but like, I don't, I, I don't feel like I, I've ever been like starstruck by somebody. Yeah. And I understand why some people are, but like, it's just, it, for me, like, because I, I think sometimes people put people on a pedestal or they might idolize them or you might have like grown up watching somebody it's like, yo, it's this person I've, I've seen like, like all this time, like this, they're, they're real, and, and that's another thing too. It's like maybe for the first time you're realizing, like, yo, oh, this is a real physical person. Yeah, I've right, only seen right, them, right. like, oh, like on the internet, no, and he, like he I said, like, you been watching them. I, I have a that's, saying. That's another thing too. I have a saying that, like, unless, until I meet you in real life, you don't exist. You're not real. <laughs> nah, I feel, nah, nah. I, I get what you mean because, like, you're just like even even if I see like a picture, a video of you, like, there's no, you don't have a, a real form yet till I've right. seen it. You know what I mean, like. Nah, 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 nah. Because yeah, the expectation is yet. always different from the reality. It's yeah. always different from the reality. Sometimes that, like, you'll go and meet somebody and be like, "Oh shit, you're shorter than what I thought," and it's always like that. It's, <laughs> it's it'll never be. You're exactly how I. Th- no, it's it's never been like that. Yeah, I will say Afro is a little bit frumpier than I thought he would be. Frumpy? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> What is a frumpy? What the- hey, yo, wait a minute. No, <laughs> what you mean? No shade. I love my nigga Afro. You trying to cuddle? Like, what does frumpy mean, but, bro? No, he's 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 a bit thicker than than what I thought he'd be. Not, I'm not saying he's fat, but he's like he's he's more husky. Yeah, but like, all right, all right. Now just making it weird. Afro, you gonna let him talk about you like that, man? Yo, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, 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 look. you're not even you're not even in his top five, bro. You can't. You got to be on our side with this right now, bro. You remember Damn, he was right. I'm, yeah, I'm not even yeah. one of his like the creators that inspires him. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Twice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. You know, you know, you know what's funny about that whole thing is that like Afro genuinely is like one of the people who inspires me the most just mm-hmm. from his work ethic alone and like the yep. grind he's put. Because mm-hmm. like I was I wasn't there from the very beginning, but I was there during the storm three days and like watching the blow up over storm four. Like I think when I found Afro. He he was he was he was on the 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 explosion. He might have had like a little less than twenty k, I want to say. And I was watching coming back to the channel every day. Like the next day, he got like twenty five, and then it was thirty, and mm-hmm. then fifty, and then a hundred. Like, and it seemed like it happened so fast. That blow up was insane. Yeah, absolutely it was, it was. insane. And he's the only creator I've ever seen blow up multiple times. Like he's had multiple times where it shit just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like 
like the like the blow up from wherever he was to 100k was like whoa and then like the blow from like 100k to half a mil and then like from half a mil to a million and now he's over a million and like it's still like rapidly increasing you know like watching them watch them blow up off elden ring and then sekiro oh i'm I'm going in reverse like elden ring sekiro and just like everything else and then the the mugen stuff is like he keeps finding and he's just a super creative and super talented dude he's like Mm -hmm. honestly i think one of the best creators i've ever seen but Uh, i always give afro his flowers when we talk about nah nah facts facts and he's it's, just, it's just incredible what he's able to do over and over again. Yeah, it's fascinating to me, too, because when we talk and he'll uh, like when I was doing Genshin, he didn't really see a lot of stuff with Genshin. He's like, ah, that game is going to be whatever. But then he saw my first couple of videos do really good with it. And he's like, mm-hmm. keep pushing Genshin. And then the way he explained how it was just I have an eye for it. Right. He's just like, I, I can tell if a game is going to do good. Yo, so or not so do that's good. Bro, that's one of the craziest things about Afro is that, like, Afro, when you watch his content and when you talk to him, a lot of the time, he just seems like a super goofy, kind of chill, laid-back dude. Yeah. He's ridiculously smart when it comes Bro, to content creation. Oh, like, way, way, Like, way more than you would think because that of how his he... work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, like, you, you, because, like, you, you, you get, like, a, um... I want like not like not a predisposition, but you 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 develop this idea of what you think Afro is like or what his personality is like based mm-hmm. on watching his videos. And like Afro is is like that, you know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you're sitting in a Discord call with him, you might get that super animated, loud, crazy Afro. But like he he like everybody else, he do he do be chilling sometimes. Sometimes yeah, he yeah. be tired. Sometimes he be sleepy. Sometimes he just be mellow or whatever, right? And we all have multiple sides to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But like I, I don't think most people would expect him to be as intelligent and as like like as perceptive and well thought out with with this consecration shit as he is like uh some of some things just happen coincidentally and by mistake but there's a lot of stuff Avril has done that was completely by design like he yeah. had the vision and he mm-hmm. was like nah watch this and then he just does it yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what surprises me every time too because he'll call it before it happens and he's like this is the one and i'm like how do you just know this shit like anyone Afro else plans. can do the same shit Afro not even was, him planning no no, no. Just, he just knows it if you know how afro does his videos and i've i've sat on like many many calls him like planning out his videos and like he's very meticulous meticulous in how he wants his shit so right. no you're you're ahead of me i'm not even talking about the video and like the design of the video i'm talking about the product before the video like with elden ring right and we knew that because he he's really gotten the souls he, he, game he, stuff he, lately he definitely he yeah. definitely called elden ring, which i think wasn't it. like a super difficult one to call but he was like nah this shit gone he he and- knew it was gonna take him past <laughs> a million he was like this is gonna bump me to closer to you know the 1.5 or whatever it is he's trying to hit i think he's almost close to what 1.2 mil or, or 2 mil something like that nah, he's, I, he's I think he's over 1.2 1. now yeah, 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 yeah okay, I, I okay. Think is it 1.7 now then <laughs> He's somewhere, but he he knew it was gonna take him there. He knew Elden Ring was gonna be the game to do that. He's at one point seven two already. I'm telling you, he knew. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like the only game that I'll ever say was probably accidental was Sekiro. And but he he took it. Yeah, he took it and he he ran with it. And he fell he fell into an entirely different genre. Or or, or like like the like the 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 whole Mugen thing like yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. were I don't, I don't I don't think Mikey was there but I was with I'm I'm not going I'm gonna take some credit part of the reason why he did that was because of me because you know what happened you know what happened the reason why Afro started doing the whole Mugen thing which blew up by the way and I'm not saying this this started with me but like I was there when this idea like blossomed and developed right I had gotten really into like watching Salty Bay I think it was mm-hmm. him me 
Omega, and then sometimes somebody else would be there. It was basically like us three, like mainly, right? And y- y'all know what Salty Bed is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for those who don't, it's basically like there's a, there's a stream on Twitch where it's called Salty Bet. You can like bet like virtual currency or whatever on like these different like fights that's going to happen between these, these all these different moving characters. Mm-hmm. Long story short. And we just got to this point where we were just all on super fucked up sleep schedules. We'd be up three, four, five in the morning and we'd just all be on Salty Bet, right? <laughs> and this because this is something I had been doing for a minute. I don't remember how it like got brought up, but we just we just started watching Salty Bet a lot and, and, and voting and stuff. And like we just got really invested into it for a short while. And then we started talking about like, you know, like content creation around or whatever. And like Afro, his his mind started racing. He came up with like all these ideas or whatever. And he was like, nah, like there's something here, like for real, for real. And he mm-hmm. had like this whole, you know what I'm saying? Like I I, no. I I watched it, I watched it go from like this little like throwaway off the cuff thing to like, nah, bro, wait a minute. And nah, then Afro he, deadass be having like Jimmy Neutron brain blast. <laughs> brain nah, blast. like 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 <laughs> real talk. It's a fucking brain blast, and he has everything worked out before he yeah. even types and anything in notes. He'll, he'll tell it, it to you. He'll talk to you about it, like for maybe a minute or two tops, and then he'll leave Carter and just get it done. Yeah, mid convo, boop, and the next thing you know, there's a whole video coming out the very next day, if not that night. Three hundred thousand like, views overnight. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did you do this? Then he comes back and calls. Nah, that's light work, baby. That ain't nothing. I'm like, bitch, what? Nah, and I, <laughs> nah, he'd be like, he'd be like, nah, with this video, I'm gonna do next. Wait. <laughs> God damn, man! I love him though. I love him. Yeah, that that that's 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 my nigga, bro. That's my big homie. Yeah, facts, facts. Love my guy, bro. We speaking about content, and I want to ask Lotus because you primarily lay on fighters. If there were any other game that you could do now alongside fighters and get uh, equal to, if not more, um, what do you? What's the word? Revenue? Like right? Like you're? It's successful. Mm what would it be a game that actually exists or like a yeah, new yeah, game yeah. Or, or anything that's coming out like in the immediate future so immediate being like in the next two three months um i mean i feel like the other game i'm playing the most right now outside of 2k just because i'm just really into basketball right now yeah uh, <laughs> and I, I don't like the fact that i'm playing so much 2k but i am is 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 tekken so really? I, I guess I want to, yeah. I guess I want to say Tekken because, like, I, I I'm doing Tekken content on the channel, and again, like we spoke on earlier, it obviously doesn't do as well as the fighter stuff, but it does okay. Mm-hmm. Still getting you know several thousand views on it, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, but like, there's got to be a new Tekken game coming in at some point in the near future. I mean, Tekken Seven came out in 2015 on arcades, 2017 on console. So like, if, if if Tekken Maybe? could be the next game where like I could just ride that wave, that that would be cool, but. I feel like that's thinking too small. If I could really pick anything, <laughs> so that's another thing. I'm thinking about something that like it's already similar to what I do, or something that I would enjoy. If we're nah, talking about anything, like anything, if we're bro. talking like anything, nigga, I'm trying to be the next big league streamer or Fortnite player or something. Where <laughs> no, I'm, I no can make way. millions. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. I don't like or play any of those games, but like if that's where the money is. Like, like if, if I could, uh, I'll put it like this. Like, if if I could like reword the question, if I could transfer my skill in like DBZ or in fighting games to any to any other game genre. I'd switch it to MOBAs or FPS. Hey, bro, you know what's crazy? And I, I don't, you, you know Kensu, right? Like Shen Kensu? Or yeah. you know the, okay, yeah. So him and I talk all the time uh, about the this. The chip player. Yes. 
And so uh, he got me into like Valorant, you know, heavy and Apex, stuff like that. And every time we play, he's like, fuck, man, I wish that I just didn't play fighting games. And I'm like, what? And he's like, because the money is here. And we, we go into this whole spiel about why the FGC is in, in a bad state right now because of the developers, because of the community, stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. always led back to the same thing. He's like Apex, Valorant, League, Riot, everybody that does anything with quote unquote esports. That's where the money is. They ride it. They know what they're doing. You look at their content creators and they're eating. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully Project L shakes things up for FGC That's in the best way. That's three years minimum, so. though, man. <laughs> hey, we, know, we got three years minimum. Y'all, y'all get at me and I can wait. <laughs> okay, yeah, but like, bro, that doesn't matter. Like, all right, look, realistically, if Project L was like, hey, we'll come out in, in 2024, into 2023, that gives me a roadmap of what it is that I'm looking forward to and how to go about it. But because it's just, you know, out in the abyss, I don't even know when it's coming out. For all I know, they'd be like, all right, cool. We're dropping it in December, even though I know it's not ready. But if they were to just drop it in December and no like prior to mm. before a, a month prior or whatever, it's like, damn, dude, I, I could have been prepping all this content for fucking Project L or whatever. But I don't know. Closest game to Project L is probably going to be Infinite or eh, no Power Rangers. Power Rangers is the closest game to, to Project L that I can see right now. I wouldn't the, even know what to compare it to just based off what we've seen so far. And I never played Power Rangers, so I can't really speak on it. I, you know, I was supposed to play that game. Me and Ryan were supposed to get it when it came out. He never bought it, so I never bought it, so I never tried it. Mikey <laughs> oh, loves it. I love it. I absolutely yeah, it's, love that it's game. It's actually that is, a really good game. It's 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 so it's so good, but it's so slept on. Yeah, like because you it's smaller than Power Rangers. You would love the combo system in that game. Mm-hmm. It's Probably. it's so it's it's so easy. It's so simple, but it, yeah, it's so fucking deep. It's really yeah. fu- Oh my god, I could go on forever and ever talking about that's, Power Rangers. That's why I say I think Project L will be closest to that. It's two v two, I think, or is it three v three now? That they did they change that in Power Rangers. Power Rangers has always been three v three. Always been three v three. All right, we'll just remove yeah. one of the characters, and it feels closer to Power Rangers as far as the the button schematics, the combos they laid out. Because I mean, they talked about it during their um whatever you call those things when they they not the interview but let, let us show you what we're doing showcase there we go thank you they talked about project l in the showcase and how they were working on it the special moves the inputs things like that and it looks very similar to how battle for the grid is right now so i wouldn't be surprised if it's similar but just you know obviously a twist to make it much more esports uh esports ready if you will because that's what they're aiming for they They've already come out and said it and it's being made by two of the people that previously uh, ran Evo, if I'm not mistaken. They don't give a fuck about casual, like not not in a negative way, but it's like their their definite goal is this is a game for esports. Like this is we're adding fighting games into the riot bubble for esports. So their priority, you're going to see a lot of patches, a lot of updates, fixes, hot fixes. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the game. And the only other mm-hmm. game that is going to compete with that from what we can tell now Street Fighter 6. As much as I love Guilty Gears, they Arc Revo is not it. SF6 is the that's the one. I mean, I, I think for the most part though, I mean, for as small as Arc is, which I guess they're a lot bigger now than, than they've ever been, obviously, but I think they've mostly handled Guilty Gears Strive pretty well. And I think that game was wildly successful. No, I, mean, no, I can no, definitely sh- see like like what their like their whole tour and everything is never gonna compare to like what Riot can do just because of their sheer size mm-hmm. and like right. you know uh resources, but I mean, Ark Rebel hasn't been awful, I don't think. 
it's not horrible. But, but, but maybe, like, maybe, maybe I'm one of those people who's just like, <laughs> I just, like I'm just so used to things being bad that I just have such low expectations. <laughs> I, I, you do. I, I, I was pretty good. You know what I'm because but, but I mean, but y'all know that's how it is though. Like yeah. in the FGC or like in the anime community, people are so used to consuming garbage that they're just like, yes, this is not bad. You know? Yeah. Like, bro, you're eating literal garbage. It's fine to me. No, our career was not horrible. I'm not saying that, but you know, uh, okay, easiest thing to compare it to is Capcom Pro Tour. And uh-huh. when I look into it, you look at Capcom, they have commentators, they have events that run weekly or monthly, and these events are all geared towards uh, you know, the player points the revenue and then meeting up towards the end or the beginning of next year to duke it out at the finals. But you have all these events prior to it. You've got these online events lined up for it. There's so many opportunities for, you know, Mikey, for instance, right? Somebody that doesn't really play it too seriously, but if he wanted to, he's got a whole year to earn his way to the top. And it's, it's right there compared to Arc Revo. Arc Revo doesn't have any of that. We get commentators here and there if it's a major event, but that's already a major. I think like what the uh, CEO Taku is the first one coming up for uh, the world tour for Arc Revo. Mm. And that's already something that we're going to have commentators at. That's already something that's a, an actual tournament that's just being hosted, you know, for Arc Revo. So Arxis right. isn't really pumping anything into it to make it their thing. Like the world tour isn't their thing. But you look at Pro Tour for Capcom and it's like, no, that's Capcom's thing. Like, Regardless yeah, of yeah, people, I, regardless I get what of you're saying. I, get what yeah. you're saying. I wonder how much of that though is like again, it goes back to like a resource thing. Cause like I don't I don't I, I have no way of knowing. I, I don't I don't really know how to look into this, how big Arxis is now. Cause like they they were a pretty small developer for Yeah, they were super mo- most most Guilty of their Gear. existence. Like like yeah. Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue and, and all these games, like they were pretty niche, mm-hmm. I would say. And it's only like after the release of DBFZ that they're like, you know, have ha- yeah. seen this 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 wild <laughs> success. And again, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm trying so hard not to make it sound like oh, nobody knew who the fuck Guilty Gear was before Dragon. Because that, that's not true. <laughs> no, that's, that's, not, that's close not what I'm trying to say. To say. That, like, because it, it's almost true. You know, it was very. But, small. but I mean, I mean, yeah. There, there are millions of people who heard Arc System for the first time because of DBMZ. Like, that, right. it, that just is what it is. Like, I, I, I'll be honest. Like, I, I couldn't have told you who Arc System Works was prior to 2017. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like I probably <clears> heard it before. I'd heard of Guilty Gear. I'm, I'm sure, right? But like, I never once touched a Guilty Gear game. I never once like could tell you anything all out about Arxis before 2017 when I found out DBFZ was going to be a thing. And, I, you know, I did my due diligence. I did my research. And now I actually play Guilty Gear and stuff. But mm-hmm. I and, and I'm somebody who plays fighting games. I just didn't play those ones. Yeah. You know, right. I, I was a, I was a lot more casual back then than I am now. But, yeah, I just I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't in the scene like that. And I think unless you are, you probably didn't know. Or if you just were somebody who randomly came across Guilty Gear at one point, and that's just the game you played. Because that is the case for some people, right? Some people grew up playing Street Fighter. Some people grew up playing Tekken, Mortal Kombat, myself, you know? And right. then you had some people out there who were probably playing Blaze Blue, Street Fighter, and then came across, like, Persona and shit. And that's cool. But they definitely got way more spotlight and everything after DBMZ. Like, that, that is just a fact. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. I think so, yeah, I, was... I said all that. To, my bad. I, I was just saying, yeah. I said all that to say, like, I wonder how much more resources they, they have to, to put into something like a world tour now. Like, how much are they capable? Are they capable of doing a lot more than they, than they already are? Or is what they're doing already the best that they can, they can get? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's definitely a good question. I mm-hmm. wouldn't know either without dipping into their pockets. You just kind of look at it from a. I, I guess maybe the way that I would look at it is what they're currently doing and. Maybe what I would like, eh, I probably wouldn't do that. I would give you guys more of this type of thing, right, like right. a trade-off. Um, I think I mean, what they working. do next is will be like 
whatever they they come out with next, whatever the big thing is next, is going to set the stage for their future because you have to really think about like now that Riot is entering the you know the FGC space. This is a force a lot of people to have to step yes, up. Yeah, sir. they're gonna have to step yes, up. Sir. So whatever they, they do you know, next, I, I think um I think we're already progressing towards that whole these developers need to step up because people are more vocal now than ever before, especially like oh, on yeah. Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and and then you have all these content creators speaking about things in YouTube videos. Let's take something like rollback netcode. We're at the point now where people are like, if your game doesn't have rollback, we're not Nobody's buying it. Buying we're not, it. we're, we're, we're yeah. not playing it. And that's not to say you're not going to sell any copies at all, because you will. But like, people are really adamant about this. Like, no, rollback netcode is a must in your fighting game. If your fighting game does not have rollback netcode, mm-hmm. we're not supporting it. Most, pretty much every modern fighting game coming out now since since that stance has been taken is oh. getting rollback. And a lot of games are getting it retroactively. DBFZ, we're still out here struggling, but it is what it is. <laughs> you want to know what's so funny? They're, they're too big to, to get rollback. And, and the and what I mean by that is people are still going to play it whether they have rollback or not. No, there, There's people. no player base fall off because like the player base is already falling off of DBFZ. I think and they're working still, on yeah, like, the game. I, I would say the game is four and a half years old. Right, so yeah, like huge, people though. are still playing it. Right. I think it's a fighters too that that's why they haven't really said anything about rollback because they, they've already implemented it into the next iteration of, if, of fighters. So. If that's their next step, then yes, they have to do, first of all, they have to do a um, rollback, and then they have to do a proper tournament mode. Yeah, man, I don't know why we don't have a built-in tournament mode. I just <laughs> still don't even know what that is in games. Like, what is that? What do you mean? Like a proper tournament mode in the fighting game. What what would that look like? So I don't I don't know if Mikey's thinking of the same thing I'm thinking, but like you play Storm, right, Yoku? You never played Storm before? Y'all are Wait, y'all man. are the competitive storm players that I, I I've I'm never. Shit. I, I would I would say I was competitive. Well, Casually, but, like, but I'm I, saying, but like you know how Naruto Storm has a tournament mode where you yeah. just like you. The I first do. time no. I touched Storm online was a year and a half ago. This nigga don't even have a oh, watch shit. on. I don't I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why I thought you you knew more about storm. Okay, well basically it's like a built-in mode in the game where like you can get some people online start your own tournament they have a some sort of weird tournament thing in dbfz but it, it's like i i just want something as simple as like what they had back in the old budokai games or yeah. in like like the storm games where i remember those get, like the the arcade little thing or whatever in the budokai things where it yeah, had the remember, actual like, brackets yeah. yeah okay yeah okay okay that, okay okay All like right. that that's something that's mad simple would be like super useful because like you could do it instead of us having to rely on things like and again i i it's not like i dislike these things like challenge or smash gg or i guess it's now start gg but like you could just do it all in the game right where you could have and again i maybe you have to limit the amount of players and this and that that would be why you still use like these other sources right because like, mm-hmm. maybe you can't do like a 200 man bracket in the fucking game but you could do like 8 to 16 i think would be nice because like, cause like you you make a, a mode where it's 8 to 16 players you give creators and other players an avenue to, to get their own thing going maybe you yeah. start your own little weekly or yeah. you have this new this new way of doing content it's like real quick simple easy it's within the game you can get 8 to 16 players online you can see the bracket yourself what you know you just mix and match where the players go whatever and then you can shuffle it randomly if you want to and then they just proceed like that and you can you can pick it that to where like in so storm, amazing for content creators I mean, yeah and then and then in storm you can pick whether or not you want all the matches to run simultaneously or they will go one at a time so you can spectate each one and like you know what I'm saying? that would that would be that would be great that i would, was, that would be I was thinking more of, of a of a grander scale something similar to what overwatch has or or call of duty how yeah, they have their tournaments set up and then they have the little spectator modes and then they have you know what you what sides you can see but i mean that's fps but um it would be you know like how street fighter you know all of their all of their stuff is played 
on the 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 practice mode stage, but when they show it to the to the world or whatever, they pick the stage and all that kind of stuff to make it to make it better for the players, but you know, but but beautiful for the viewers. Yeah. So, and I think that's a, a really cool feature that most fighting games should have that's going, you know, leaning towards esports. Yeah, I get right. you. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that existed. That's mm-hmm. actually really cool. Mm-hmm. I want it now. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think it'd be dope. Because like I I especially me being me, like I I would if if it was that simple, I'd run some little weekly tournament. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get like eight, weeklies. sixteen people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get like eight or sixteen people to hop in here and we just we gonna run a little tournament. Right, you just give and, out like, a code mm-hmm. and random people join. Right. And you, this is beneficial in so many ways because now you're giving players an opportunity to get some sort of like online tournament experience. You're giving creators more content. You're giving yes. people the ability to like develop their commentary skills as as they commentate these themselves. You're giving players just another a, another game mode, just more within the game to make it more worth their money to, to buy the game in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's so beneficial in so many different ways. There's there's so many things that could come out of the addition of that one game mode. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially Everybody if done well. eats off of that. Yeah. Definitely. No, that that would be a wave right there. I I think that is what most of uh most of the community kind of cries out for without actually saying it is more more content in the game that isn't like of course it's a fighting game we're gonna fight right but more things to do with the fighting. I think that mm-hmm. would be really nice if fighting game developers took that into consideration about what we could and couldn't do because content creation as of now we're in a position where I'm just gonna say it content creators can make or break a lot of games. You know, if for whatever yeah. reason DNF came out and shit, Lotus, Afro, anyone that had numbers and credibility to their name within the FTC was like, yo, this game is dog shit. Don't buy it. I promise you that game was so like dog shit. It just would not do good because of the credibility yeah. behind, you know, what the content creators say. So I think fighting game yeah, companies. I've definitely seen a lot of people have that sheep mentality too, where it happened they, to they, kill they, a kill. They, Shout out to Blue. They they admire certain content creators so much that they just take their word as law and just like oh Maximilian said this game sucks I'm not buying it oh Afro said Afro mm-hmm. said that game trash I ain't even gonna bother you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. it's it's not the creator's fault but it's like sometimes I don't even realize and like sometimes I don't even realize how much power your words have yep and but yeah also Grand Blue really got the short of the stick especially because like the pandemic it's and everything such a good yeah. game man but yeah it is good okay so speaking of Grand Blue like I guess his predecessor probably DNF. It, it feels like a little slightly faster version. Nah, of that's Grand that's Blue. what I've been telling mm-hmm. people. I, people have been comparing to certain shit. I'm like, nah, like DNF Duel is is Grand Blue. Like it's, yeah. it's that's it's the same game. Damn yep. here. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's it's got its own unique differences. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if you were to compare it to any other game, it's Grand Blue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just swap out a couple of mechanics. Yeah, it's Grand Blue. If they could just add the push block from Grand Blue, like the defensive shit in Grand Blue, I'd I'd be happy. That's all I want. And then DNF would probably be. I, I would honestly ride out DNF for the entire year, if not I think longer. DNF has a better chance of succeeding, because even though Grand Blue had a really good IP behind it, it had bad netcode and the pandemic hit. Well, now DNF has good netcode and the pandemic okay. is yeah. not as... Yeah, we're still kind of in it, but like it, 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 we're not at the peak that we were. Like, right. it, it, I mean, Grand Blue came out like right as things were kicking off, and it was like, oh, well, yeah, rip. There's a lot of people looking at DNF right now. Just it, surprisingly from that beta, but the more I looked into it, because I, I couldn't stand this game, uh, but the more I've looked into it over the last few weeks, I'm like, damn, this game is actually kind of nice. So many casual fighters games players like they're 
I, I'm excited for DNF. They want DNF. Yeah, and it's like, another thing too. Why? It's one of those. It's one of those super accessible games that, like, obviously as a fighting game player, you're gonna find the depth and you're gonna be better than somebody who's just mashing. But like, it's a super easy game to get into. It's like super casual friendly. It's mm-hmm. it's it's. And I see a lot of developers taking this approach to their fighting games lately, and I I think most modern fighting games are doing it really well. Where you have like the the the, the snobs or like the the stuck of people who are like, oh, baby game, baby game, baby game. This game's for children. Blah blah blah. But then play it anyway, or they just they keep talking about it even though they aren't playing it. But like, yep. Ever since like Persona and maybe even before that, like you have games where it's like you know auto combo this or like you know shortcut input here, and it's mm-hmm. it makes the game more accessible. They're they're cutting out some of the execution, which for some people is a bad thing, for some people is a good thing. Um, but they're making like a lot of stuff easier, and like they're increasing like I guess the showmanship of it, or like yeah. you know that 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 spectator feat mm-hmm. that makes it more enjoyable for people to watch as well. Um. Because and there's like simple stuff they do too. Like if we look at Tekken Seven, just like the slow mos. Yo, that shit is mad hype. Everybody yeah, loves that. That's such a small thing from the add to the game. It's so hype but they added a, it to Street Fighter. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. And, and, it, and it makes it such a such a, a much more incredible and enjoyable spectator sport. So I feel oh. like they keep lowering the floor for a lot of these games, um, while still maintaining some of what makes it a competitive fighting game. And you know, like again, some, people have different opinions on it. I think they've been doing a great job with modern fighting games and doing that. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think you just keep making the floor lower and lower and that's how you're going to get people to stick around. I think you got to exercise other avenues to, in order to keep people playing the games. Yeah, right? at some um, point they got to innovate. Yeah. Right, right. There needs but, to be um, a reason why I'm like continuously getting better right. at this game. Yeah, but I, I think we're at a pretty good middle ground in fighting games where like anyone can pick it up and play and have a good time. Um, but if you put in more time, like you're obviously going to become much, much better mm-hmm. and more skilled. Like there's still depth to be found in even the simplest games. Yeah, for sure. And for a for an ending note, because we are a little bit past the hour, uh, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter actually complaining about Street Fighter Six and the easy button mode. And it's not That's even so mode; dumb. it's just like because you know no, said, it's a mode, but like it's it's a mode only for the player that selects it. Yeah. yeah and so I haven't. I haven't actually looked into that very much. I, the only Street Fighter Six content I've consumed so far is like I saw the first initial reveal trailer. Um, I saw the thing that just happened at what Gamescom Games Fest. Yeah, me? I, mm-hmm. yeah, um, summer Summer Games Fest. Summer like Games Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And uh, I saw one Maximilian video. I think of I don't even know if it was him playing or if it was somebody else playing. They were playing like Jamie versus Chun Li. I think. Yeah. So like the whole like simple buttons and all this. I haven't I haven't checked out any of that stuff myself yet. So maybe one of you two can answer this for me. Is it basically like stylish mode and like a Guilty Gear, for example? Kind of. So it's... Or like, um, the, or like the simple controls for like DBMZ, like on the Switch? So, sort of. It's probably closer to stylish, but you control what it is that you're doing. So in stylish, you know, you press... Uh, just you mash buttons and you get a combo here right. or there. You get a right. special, whatever. In Street Fighter Six, they're leaning it more towards you... Uh, use my controller. Your face buttons, right? So you have all the buttons like normal. Your whatever you only have three attack buttons so uh street fighter is a six button fighter but with the simple mode it's only light medium heavy so it's closer to fighters and then you have your special button and so from the special button uh think of it like grand blue right you have your directionals up down left right but Mm -hmm. they only do so much so So you don't have an anime game kind of but you don't have all your moves you're missing half the like half your move list because a trade-off it's not just like yeah, oh we're just making this, it, it's, it's like it's not oh we're just making this execution super easy so now you can just do one button supers with chun li and be broken like uh, no there's 
Okay. Yeah. Like there, and there's no mashing. So it's not like you mash square and you get the full, you know, light combo or something like that. It's like, no, you only have light punch or light kick. You only have medium or, you know, crouching medium. Oh, that sounds terrible. So it is, but it's it's their <laughs> way of introducing because Street Fighter is a six button fighter compared to what we've been playing four button fighters the last, I don't know, three or four years, give or take. Yeah. So you're introducing them to something they didn't play five because I would call Street Fighter a traditional bad. fighter. It is. It is definitely and a traditional. Like, it is the traditional know, fighter. The, the the scheme for like Guilty Gear or, or Dragon Ball would be more anime fighter. And, mm-hmm. and there are there are two totally different things. But um, the scheme for Street Fighter, I don't man to to switch it up like so, that is. Well, it's but, it's only the simple because you still have your what are they calling it? Classic. Your, yeah, yeah, your classic yeah. I is mean, the traditional. traditional it, yeah, it's still. I, I feel like that's kind of like a, a kick in the nuts to people who want to play like casual like that. Well, because it's like, it's encouraging you to learn the game though. That's all it is. Like it's it's not there for you to um I'm bodying you know uh I'm bodying Jay Wong in tournament simple mode. Like nah, you're gonna get your ass beat. You yeah, know, and, but, and and that's what I'm saying is it's like I I don't I think like the way that my mind works is that's a detriment to getting people to play. It's just like well I pick simple mode for a reason. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and if I gotta go I gotta go hard mode, then what's the fucking point? Because you're, well, I, mean, you're I, learning I think the game. The, I think the idea is that more often than not, if you're the type of player who's going to be picking the simple mode, you're not playing against super competitive players anyway, right? You're probably playing with your friends or your family. Yeah. Maybe yeah. people like on your couch or whatever. You might mm-hmm. have like a game night with, with the boys or whatever. And y'all are just like, you know, just, just master some buttons, just, just doing some simple stuff. Now, yeah, none, none of y'all are really good. You're just, you know, having some fun or whatever. That, that's how I picture it. I think that's probably how they envisioned it and why they implemented it because it's, it's just like guilty you're like you know no one's going to tournaments using stylish mode like you know yeah. what i'm saying like <laughs> no no one's going to a tekken tournament i mean maybe there are like one or two people but like they're they're, they're, they're going there for the fu- for the fun of it they signed up just because they're there and like they're going oh and two or one and two and they don't really care you know what i mean like no one's going to tekken and using the auto combos and you know uh, like no one's going to wherever and just relying on these simple modes and they're going to make a top eight you know what i mean yeah. and then and then it gets to the point where maybe you do play it enough you're like you know what man let me check out this classic mode all like i'm trying to i'm trying to start winning some games and then you're like let me figure out how to actually play this game i, I think that's the idea behind it yeah i hope so Nigga like me, it, it, that's not how my mind works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and not every not everybody's gonna see it the same way, and whether or not it, it flops or, or or does well is yet to be seen or determined. But yeah, I, I sure. don't I don't dislike it. I definitely hearing that explanation, it seems to me like this is like another common case of some of the more skilled and may, 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 maybe stuck up players being like baby game why are they making shit easy that it's like well it's, it's not gonna affect you it's yeah. it's, it's it's probably yeah, it's not, not. Gonna it, it's like definitely not gonna affect because like at the end of the day skill is skill yep exactly so whether you use simple mode or it, it's skill right because simple controls don't teach people with punishing or okie right. or frame traps or you know what i'm saying it was mm-hmm. like okay you, you can give somebody a one button dp doesn't mean they're going to use it at the right time or you're not going to bait them and so punish them for it they can just do it more often mm-hmm. yeah and sure you could say like oh yeah but you know there's there there comes that factor of my opponent might mess up their dp input and i get to punish that it's like okay well that's that's still an, an, an essence of like randomness that you can't really take into account or really right so like you know what i'm saying like you you reducing some of the execution barrier for another player i don't feel like is going to really drastically affect you competitively yeah. right the only thing at least that not, I will at least always not complain about is one button SP. I, I do not need a one button command grab. They they better not that better not be a special move for Zangief, bro. If you have simple mode one button oh, SPD, it's over. It's nah, over. That's bullshit. 
It's That's gonna be so, such bullshit, dude. <laughs> Imagine him just walking we'll up see. to you, just pressing a button as PD. Like, yo, you didn't do the motion. <laughs> <laughs> that that is hilarious to think about. But I mean, I, I guess we'll see. Like I said, I, I haven't looked at it too much to myself, so I don't I don't have too much of an opinion on it. But we'll see how it works out. All right, y'all. Right. So on that note, that'll be it for this episode, man. Thank you so much for coming on and, and just shooting the shit with us about some FGC shit, Lotus, man. Absolutely love to have you uh, again, hey, yeah. if you will, in any time. Um, <clears throat> you got anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? Uh, I mean, shit. I mean, y'all can follow me pretty much everywhere at Lotus Sakura on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. I mean, I got an Instagram. I don't use it that much anymore. It's Supreme Lotus, but if he's hyping Lotus Sakura, I'm pretty sure I'm still the one who shows up anyway. But yeah, pretty much every platform that matters, I'm Lotus Sakura. You can find me there. Uh, a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters content, Tekken 7 as well. Got some vlogs here and there, haul videos, pick up videos. I, I, I talk about like clothes and shoes sometimes. I, I mean, y'all can see behind me. I got a lot of shoes. <laughs> got a lot of manga shoes. and stuff. Um, he actually put yeah, me on to a lot of shoes. You know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get the boys fresh. But um, yeah, man, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. You know, I'm, I'm still on my grind, playing a lot of fighting games, streaming a lot of RPGs and stuff. And uh, that's pretty much it. I appreciate y'all for having me. I, it, it was fun chopping it up with y'all, man. For sure, yeah, for, sure, for sure. We gotta do this more often, man. I like uh, I like picking brains, right? It's it's a it's a cool thing. I don't get to interact with you guys a lot. It's like usually through Mikey, but mm-hmm. everyone that he's brought on so far, it's like damn, that's that's good knowledge. I like that. It's just, an hour is not long enough for me, but. Nah, uh, yeah, usually we, it, we it would run about buy. three hours, but I'm not down for editing like three hours <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> nah, it's cool. Like that. It's already been an hour and a half and it, it flew by. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, that will be it for this episode of the Royal Roundtable. Thank you guys so much for watching. And as always, peace out and have a good day on purpose. Peace. That's it for this episode of the Royal Roundtable podcast. If you're listening on any of the podcast services such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please drop a rating. And if you'd like to listen or view the podcast early, you can go over to lostroyalty.co and become a premium member for just $4.99 a month. You'll also get access to exclusive chats within our Discord. Discord link will be included in the show notes below. The Royal Roundtable podcast is produced by Mikey J and Sacred Almighty. Executive produced by Yoku. Video and sound by Mikey J. Intro song is by Zen Buster Music. Social media links to Royal Roundtable Podcast and all crew will be included in the show notes. Thanks for listening.